0: Seated. What if I tell you that what we celebrate this weekend was actually laid out, prophesied in the book of Genesis? Let me, let me repeat that. What we celebrate this weekend was actually prophesied in the book of Genesis. What took place on Good Friday and subsequently today on Easter Sunday, we, it was actually mapped out, coded, and drafted in the algorithm of eternity in Genesis 3.15. Once upon a time in the Garden of Eden, a long, long time ago, Satan, Lucifer, the mucho malo hombre, the prince of darkness, possessed a serpent. That serpent appeared deceiving Eve and the first Adam, introducing for the very first time upon this planet and upon creation the initial pandemic, sin. Corresponding developments prompted the creator of the universe, the divine architect, to appear on the scene with the proto-evangelium, the first gospel reference. And here it is. And I will cause hostility between you and the woman. Between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head and you will strike his heel. In other words, Mr. Snake, Mr. Serpent, Mr. Devil, listen carefully. There will be hostility between her children and you. Between humanity and darkness. Between good and evil. Then the day will come. When you will bruise her special offspring, but it won't be over. That special offspring that you will bruise will turn it around and crush your head. You will bruise him, he will crush you. You will hurt him, but he will defeat you. That was laid out in Genesis 3.15. Throughout the course of human history, the serpent continues strangling humanity with idolatry, paganism, hedonism, and perversion, while simultaneously poisoning mankind with the venom of hopelessness, darkness, and despair. From Genesis to Malachi, the evil serpent migrated from garden to garden, from city to city, from family to family, from one generation to the other, robbing, killing, and destroying all vestiges, of truth, love, hope, and peace. And then approximately 2,000 years ago, what was prophesied in Genesis 3.15 began to take hold. Began to take hold. John the Baptist sees him coming, the offspring of the woman in the garden, 100% man, 100% God, provoking the following words to come out of his mouth. The Lamb of God arrived. The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. That set the stage for the realization, the fulfillment of what was laid out in Genesis. The time arrived for the inevitable confrontation between the serpent and the lamb. The first recorded encounter took place at the beginning of the ministry in the wilderness. The serpent confronts the lamb. The serpent attempts to persuade, coerce, and manipulate the lamb. Desiring Jesus to surrender his purpose and abandon his calling. The serpent continues to do that to this very day. The devil's objective is to make you abandon your purpose and sway away from your calling. The lamb responded definitively without any hesitation to every single offer made by the same devil that possessed the serpent in the garden. He responded with three powerful words. It is written. The Word made flesh spoke the Word of God, knowing very well that the Word of God never fails. And then it began. For three and a half years, the Lamb of God, Jesus, healed the sick. For three and a half years, the second Adam, Jesus, set the captives free. For three and a half years, the holy offspring of the woman in the garden cast out devils, fed the hungry, disrupted the religious paradigm, and provided one clear, precise way to eternal new and abundant life himself and then it happened Genesis 3 15 I'll read it again I will put open hostility between you and the woman between your seed and her seed and he shall fatally bruise your head and you shall only be limited to bruising his heel the lamb of God was betrayed the lamb of God was beaten the lamb of God was bruised the lamb of God was crucified the serpent bruised his heel the serpent bruised his heel the serpent bruised his heel he was bruised for our iniquities wounded for our transgressions the chastisement of our peace fell upon him and by his stripes we are we are But here it is, there is a difference between being bruised and being crushed. There is a difference between a bruised heel and a crushed head. I said there's a difference between a heel being bruised and a head being crushed. And here's a lesson to be learned from what took place on the cross. Even with a bruised heel, he still crushed the serpent's head. me relate this to you and I even when you're wounded you can still worship let me do it one more time even when you're wounded you can still worship even when you're in pain you can still praise even when you're weak you can still say I am strong even when you're bruised you can do significant damage to the kingdom of darkness in the name of Jesus there's a difference between being bruised and being crushed. The Apostle Paul put it this way in 2 Corinthians 4 8 and 9. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not, we are not, we are not, we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Permit me to repeat what I stated last week. A wounded worshiper is still a worshiper. A bruised Christian is still a Christian. Let me say that one more time. A bruised Christian is still a Christian. Christianity doesn't mean we never go through anything. It never means we never get bruised, that we never get wounded when we never bleed. It only means that while we're bruised and while we're wounded and while we're bleeding, we still give praise does anyone here know what I'm talking about because we know we know a broken praise is still a praise and this will provoke some Pharisees to twitch a prodigal son is still a son on the cross the lamb was bruised he had an assignment on the cross the time for judging this world has come when satan the ruler of the world would be cast out john 12:31. on the cross that bruised lamb he was bruised definitively crushed the serpent's head and like a boss when he was done he said it is there on the cross christ defeated all powers and forces he let the whole world see them being led away as prisoners when he celebrated his victory, Colossians 2.15. Let me give you another version. He defeated the rulers and powers of the spiritual world. With the cross, he won the victory over them and led them away as defeated and powerless prisoners for the whole world to see. The snake did bruise his heel, but the Son of Man, the Son of God, the Messiah, the way, the truth, and the life, the resurrection and the life, the Word made flesh, the light of the world, the Prince of Peace, and the Lord of Lords, he crushed the enemy's head by resurrecting on the third day the Lamb of God Jesus demonstrated that what he did on the cross was successful the cross was the process the tomb was the outcome the cross was the transaction the empty tomb was the transformation he paid the price on the cross the empty tomb was his receipt hey 2,000 years ago The serpent from the garden saw the lamb bleeding on the cross. He heard the lamb say, I give you my spirit. And then the lamb went silent. The lamb died. For a moment, that lying, deceiving serpent must have lied to himself, convincing himself that he did a lot more than just bruise his heel. For three days, the fallen angel, the disgruntled former worshiper, the father of lies, Must have traveled around the world believing that he did a lot more than just bruise his heel. One day passed. Two days passed. And then. On the third day. I said on the third day. On that Sunday morning. On that very first Easter. Hey! On that life-altering destiny launching purpose releasing soul saving sickness healing day the crusher came out of the tomb the Lamb of God came out of the grave the Woman's offspring resurrected from the dead, resulting in three words three words that make devils and demons flee, three words that bring freedom to the captive and healing to the brokenhearted, three words that prompted me to get dressed up on a Sunday morning in Sacramento, California. Here are the three words He, somebody's. if you believe he has risen. We are here today to celebrate the fact that the lamb defeated the serpent. I'm going to repeat that. We are here to celebrate, not the idea, but the fact that the lamb defeated the serpent. We are free from generational curses because the lamb defeated the serpent. We are free from eternal condemnation because the lamb defeated the serpent. We are free from living a life of sin and darkness because the lamb defeated the serpent. If you believe it, lift up both hands. We are free from perpetual trauma and drama because the lamb defeated the serpent. We are free from the fires of hell because the lamb, we are free from addiction free from anxiety, free from fear, free from captivity, free from lies, free from hatred, because the lamb defeated? I need someone to get excited about the fact that the lamb defeated the serpent. There is hope for your family, because the lamb defeated the serpent. There is hope for your generation, hope for California let's do it one more time we're in Sacramento there is hope are we streaming? we are there is hope for California there is hope for California there is hope for California because the lamb defeated the serpent stand with me you are standing There's hope for America. I said, there's hope for America because the lamb defeated the serpent. I can praise God in the storm because the lamb defeated the serpent. I walk by faith and not by sight because uh, the greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world because the lamb I am more than a conqueror because the Lamb nothing can separate me from the love of God because the Lamb and we overcome by the blood of the Lamb because the Lamb it was laid out in Genesis 3.50 everything we celebrate this weekend you say yeah 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 snake you Mr. Serpent you're going to bruise his heel but he's going to crush your head it's just a fight between the serpent and the lamb defeated the serpent on the cross. The lamb defeated the serpent in the empty tomb. First Peter 1.3, according to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Romans 6.4, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in the newness of life. Oh, used for you and I. Y'all have some, y'all know what you are, sandals, shoes, open shoes, sneakers, boots. You might want to move your feet around a little bit like this there's a reason for that I'm not making this up i'm just quoting scripture um romans 16 20 says and the god of peace can somebody just the god of peace will, but do you love the contradiction even in the wording the god of peace will soon crush the God of peace, because just because you believe in peace doesn't believe doesn't negate the fact that you have the power to crush. The God of peace will soon crush Satan underneath your feet. Somebody give God praise like you know what's coming. The Lamb defeated the serpent. And then I want you to get ready because even though that's already a finished work and we live in the finished work of Christ, Hebrews 7.22, John 19.30, Colossians 2.15. We live in that. You don't need, you never again do you have to be held captive by your past, your shame, sin, failure, addiction, depression, anxiety, fear, confusion. No, all of that was dealt with perfectly and permanently because the lamb defeated the serpent. You should be asking questions. If the lamb defeated the serpent, then why is the serpent, why is the, why is there still evil? You should ask that question. So he was convicted on the cross in the empty tomb. And he's not, he's out, not out on bail, but he's out. Already convicted. He's a defeated foe. He's already been convicted, done. So he's out there because he's yet to be put in prison. The day is coming. And I'll conclude with that. I'm going to show you scripture. It, the book of Revelation says that he will be fully serving out his term. But in the book of Revelation, the serpent is so slick. So imagine if you like skipped your court appearance. What and and, and you, you're convicted of the most heinous of crime, right? Life sentence. What's the first thing you do in order to make sure you don't get caught? Say that you change your identity the book of Revelation says that the serpent, and it even says the serpent from the garden will appear like a dragon. So he's going to change, but he's not the only one that looks a little bit different. The serpent in the last battle will look like a dragon, but the lamb says I can do even better the lamb will look like the lion of the tribe of Judah happy resurrection day the lamb defeated the serpent lift up your hands